You are listening to the Chris Ward Fitness Podcast, where Liverpool fitness expert Chris Ward answers your questions and talks everything fitness, mindset, and nutrition to help you with your goals. Let's get to today's episode. Hello and welcome to the episode of the Chris Ward Fitness Podcast, number nine. Little jingle there, like that. Okay, so welcome to today's episode. I'm going to be talking about a topic that doesn't normally get spoken about in the fitness industry, and that is female fat loss and training whilst on your menstrual cycle. This is going to be from day one right down to day, past day 27 plus. So before I crack on with this, I'm just going to say why I am qualified to chat on about this subject. So I'm a one-to-one PT, and I've been in the industry now for over three years, well, nearly three years, delivering over 2,000 one-to-one sessions, with 90% of them being female. So I think I'm qualified, or again, just okay to talk about the implications of females and the men's cycle. So before we crack on, I just want to discuss the, the little bit of a pain point for females, that I've noticed over the time training. And this is not me being a misogynist or me being, again, anti-feministic or whatever, or sexist. I'm just gonna come right out and say it, that females have this problem predominantly. This is gonna be the likes of belly fat, thigh fat, you know, leg fat, and hip fat as well. It's being a common misconception that they can target and spot reduce fat where they want. when in reality, their body, their evolutionary state, needs well needs that fat there in certain places for the purpose of reproduction and you know, things like that. I'm not going to go too much into the science side of it, by the way, because I'm not a scientist. But you don't have to be a scientist to understand how the female body works in from a training point of view. So, menstrual cycle. This is particularly helpful for male PTs. Now, males out there, we don't have a clue about females. And that's being real. We don't have a clue. There's certain ones out there who do educate themselves on, again, females, female hormones, female hormones, and again, the implications of training on certain times of the period. So, First week in the menstrual cycle. This is, for, again, if you're a female listening to this, this is going to be very helpful for you as well. Don't, by the way, don't forget, it's going to be very helpful for you to realise when is the best time to train. That's my that's my goal for today, is to just say when's the best time to do certain things and when it's okay not to feel like, you know, balls-to-wall performance. So... Like I said before, first week is probably the worst of the entire cycle. This is the menstruation phase. Your energy's low, your stamina's low, your confidence is a bit like eh, all over the place. This is going to be a week where you're not wanting to be setting, you know, PBs in the gym. You're not wanting to be enthusiastic. You're going to be quite motivated as well. You're going to be looking at scales, checking scales out, and seeing the weight fluctuations. 
again, because you're more likely to retain water. You've got a lot of fluid, you're quite bloated, and you're going to be quite demotivated. And let's be honest, ladies, I mean, you're going to want to eat. You're going to want to, again, binge eat on certain things, ice cream, chocolate, and that's fine. It's not the end of the world, okay? Have the ice cream. I mean, opt for the lower calorie, obviously, but have the ice cream. It's okay. I mean, after that week, so after week one, the worst, let's call it devil week, after week one is the follicular phase. This is when estrogen and testosterone levels are skyrocketing. The best time to work on your strength. This is because you have a higher pain tolerance. Quite jealous. I mean, females get time in a month where their testosterone peaks and the estrogen levels peak and they raise and they go sky high. So their performance in the gym is going to be shit hot. It's going to be probably feeling, if not, if not compared to week three, they're going to be feeling at their best. So follicular phase, this is day seven plus. Next week after that is going to be ovulation. Now, good time also for working on PBs, but injuries are likely to occur, well, more likely to occur, sorry, because of high estrogen levels. Now, male PTs, you'll be very, very, very wise to use at this point what's called an RPE scale. So RPE, standard for rate of perceived exertion. This stops you from thinking that they can lift what they can lift X amount of weeks ago or in the beginning phase or in the last phase. This helps your client identify how they're feeling or how intense that exercise is. So yeah, form is crucial on ovulation phase. Again, this change to neuromuscular, you know, control, they're not, and the tendons and ligaments aren't strong. So form at this point is gonna be quite crucial. But on a plus side, the estrogen levels and test levels are at a peak. So ladies, ovulation phase equals PBs, personal bests, heavy lifts, strength work, but be careful. And day 14 plus, this, again, this is the last little bit of the phase of the menstrual cycle. This can be quite, this can go one way or another. So there'll be days where you won't be bothered to train at all. You'll have decreased need. Your energy will be quite shit. Maybe opt for yoga, light aerobic training. You'll be feeling quite feverish and avoid salty foods. This is going to help decrease the bloat, decrease that, you know, that puffy feeling that you have and get demotivated and you feel like shit. And yeah, avoid salty foods. So that'll, what, what salty foods do in essence, they help you retain more water. So if you're already quite bloated, you do not want to be more bloated. The, the psychology behind that's just messed up, but you don't want to be more bloated. So avoid the salty foods whenever, whenever necessary or possible. 
But yeah, do you know what? Exercising when on your your period is not the end of the world. I mean, in essence, it can really, really, really help alleviate symptoms, pain, cramps, bloating, mood swings, depression, irritability, fatigue, nausea, all the symptoms you get just for being a female. I mean, no, what's up with that? <laughs> Honestly, God, males, we don't know. We don't know how lucky we actually got it. It's, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm here banging on now about, you know, periods and whatnot, but our performance in the gym is like, okay, we can have, we can have shit days, but let's be honest, it's nothing compared to, to what a shit day for a female feels like. I mean, the rise in hormones, decreasing hormones, and again, even the likes of leptin and ghrelin, the hunger hormones, satiation, when you feel full, these can be fluctuating everywhere. So, again, males, we we have a pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're feeling quite feverish as well by the last phase, this can be because of an increased pro-estrogen. Again, this can have an effect on the brain, the temperature regulation. No, Eden. Temperature regulation. Yes. Temperature regulation in the brain. And basically what happens is you get quite a fever, you get quite sick, you get quite headachy. When this happens, just, just again, don't put so much pressure on yourself to go and smash out PBs or sprints or any high intense training. Just, again, if, you, if you're going to stay away from the gym, opt for, you know, walk with the dog, increasing your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. But, yeah, females have a pretty shit. And over the the time I've been training one to one clients, it's been important for me to to understand how it is they're feeling and again whether the strength on on week one is not the same as the strength on you know week two, week three, week four. It fluctuates as well. And ladies, scale wise. You don't want to be too hung up on the scales. It's going to be a very demotivating factor if you're going to base your success on the scales around these times of the month. It's just not right. It's it's just not fair. But I'm not going to be sitting here discussing what's fair and what's not because, again, it's just an evolutionary trait that, that you have. You Again, in essence, we you, you need this for... The basis of human survival and human reproduction is that females need, again, to have a mental cycle, to have periods. It's just the way it is. So, again, I've been getting a question or two thrown at me by... This This has come from one of my clients. And it says, are you able to keep up a compound training regime whilst on your period. Now, if you're stressing about, again, like, comp- honestly, compound, I mean, deadlift, squat, bench press, shoulder press, any multi-jointed movement that you do, in certain phases, you're gonna be feeling quite weak. It's probably not the best to opt for that. So if you're in the gym, and if you're in that phase of your mental cycle, I mean, don't opt for heavy lifting, don't, 
trying to opt for any compound movements, any multi-jointed movements. Why not opt for the leg press or, again, an isolation, leg extension, leg curl. Try and keep the energy to a to a roughly 60%. So on the RPE scale, rate of perceived exertion, that's feeling like a 6, 7 out of 10. But yeah, just don't put too much pressure on yourself to to lift heavy as you can for as often as you can. And again, th this can be different for the likes of PCOS, but I'm not gonna dive into that on this podcast. But again, even females having PCOS can, again, can feel this, this can relate to this, even to a point where they don't have their menstrual period, menstrual cycle. But again, the, the, the symptoms are relatable for them as well. So, Diet-wise, now, the likes of female versus male, we're going to have different, obviously different variations. Because of the male hormone testosterone is significantly higher in males, we have more of a, a basal metabolic rate. So what that means is we can burn a lot more calories at rest compared to females. But when you're on your menstrual cycle, you want to be keeping an eye on this exactly. So you want to be just again keeping that that TDE, TDEE total daily energy expenditure. You want to be keeping this quite high. This is this courage to your need as well. So I described before what your need is. If you didn't listen, go back. But yeah, you want to be increasing your need whenever possible because your your mood's gonna be shit. Your energy's gonna be low. So I'd say for this, try and opt for any low aerobic movements. But yeah, it's not. This isn't to be honest with you. This is a podcast that, again, it's not. It's not entirely in my comfort zone to to talk about. But there's females out there who need to to hear something like this and different phases. They they know the phases, but they don't know when's the best time to again set PBs to not again to not try so much or to go as intense. Or again, to to feel like it's not okay to train. It's okay to to you know, go to the gym and feel like crap. And it's okay to go. It's okay to to sit there and think, you know what? No, I'm not gonna train today. It's okay. I mean, if you're feeling that shitty, then go. There's no reason why you should stay there. If again. It's not a case of, oh, just put up and shut up. It's just, no, okay, go. Go for a walk. Go for, go and walk the dog. Go and walk, whatever. Take the stairs, for God's sake. Just move more. So just to recap on that. So day one to seven is going to be the likes of your mental period. Waste time to train. Day seven plus, follicular phase. Best time to work on strength higher pain tolerance, estrogen and testosterone levels are increasing. You will feel awesome. You'll feel like you got a higher sex drive. Males, good one for you. Higher sex drive, ovulation as well. Days, well, below day 14 is ovulation. So yeah, this is when the testosterone and estrogen are at its peak. So, Ovulation form is crucial. PBs are likely personal bursts. But again, watch out for your form. 
Watch out for the movements. Just watch you don't injure yourself as well because it's more likely. Day 14 plus. Likelihood of PMS. Opt for yoga. Opt for increasing your knees. Light aerobic training. You know, avoid salty foods to beat the bloat. And do all this to avoid the cramps, the pain, the bloating, the depression, the mood swings, the irritability, fatigue, and nausea. Yes. Happy with that. I mean, if there's any females listening to this who, again, who is not sure on what I've just said or has something to say about what I've said, I'll, again, let me know. Give me a message. And again, it's just a case of communicating as well. So I, the reason why I made this podcast, I'm going to be straight. The reason why I made this podcast is because there's not enough males out there talking about this. So it's it's going to be nice for a female to, to realise that, okay, males do give a shit. <laughs> because, again, if you're a male listening to this, your chances are, I mean... Chances are you're not wanna you're not gonna wanna learn about like females and that's just wrong. I mean, it's nice to know what's what the opposing sex is feeling and and a better educated will is again is a better one for me. So yeah, guys, thanks for listening. If you have any questions and again if you can share this on your story and tag me in it is Ward Fitness PT on Instagram. Tag me in it. And again, just let me know what you think. Been getting positive reviews. So let me know if I'm putting some clarity out there about training on your period or even from your previous podcasts for, again, fitness training and mindset. Just let me know if I'm doing you a good favor. Right. It's time for me to go. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. To get more on fitness with Chris Ward, check out wardfitonlinetraining.com on Instagram, wardfitnesspt, Facebook, wardfit. Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes.